Hello and good morning, evening or afternoon, depending on when you are tuning into this latest edition of Edie's Susty Talks, our short but sweet interviews with sustainability leaders from across the world. Um, and this time we have a special edition as part of Edie's SDG Focus Week, which is running this September 2023 from the 18th. Um, it's great to have on the phone the Global Sustainability Lead at Razor, Kenneth Ng, who's dialing in from Singapore, I believe. Kenneth, thank you very much for your time. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Uh, very nice to be on this podcast with you. No, thank you for taking the time. I'm glad we can make time zones um, line up for this for this call. Um, and it's great to be in touch as well, because I think this is the first time that we've maybe spoken. So this is probably just as much for my benefit as it is for the listeners. Um, I think it'd be great to start with an introduction to Razor for listeners who aren't familiar with the company. Um, and it'd be great to hear a little bit more about, about your role there too. Thanks for having me, Sarah. So uh, I'm from Razer. My name is Kenneth. Uh, Razer, we are the world's leading lifestyle brand for gamers, uh, which covers hardware, software, and services. So basically, we are a for gamers by gamers company. Uh, we are the gamers ourselves. We have colleagues around me. Uh, we are gaming hard and working hard. And uh, we design the products that and services that gamers really enjoy and love. And that's in our ethos. And uh, in recent years, uh, we have spoken to a lot of gamers and they are, they are telling us that their objectives uh, to, to follow a brand is actually, how, is actually based on how sustainable the brand is. So in recent years, uh, we have actually stepped up from uh, what we have already been doing uh, to be even more focused uh, on uh, delivering some targets, setting goals um, for us to achieve sustainable development goals, uh, for us to fulfill the science-based targets, and also uh, to be transparent to our consumers and uh, share with them on journey, uh, telling them uh, what they can also do on their part to actually support uh, climate action. Great, I'm glad to hear that this is a group of people that is caring more about um, those topics, which is yeah, surprising to me, but promising. Um, and we're here really during SDG week, and you've mentioned that the company has updated its targets and strategies. Um, and a big part of that, I understand, is alignment um, with the SDGs. So I wanted to get your view on which SDGs it's most important for Razor to focus on, given that you are a global technology business and that you are manufacturing, as you say, um, all kinds of hardware. Yeah, uh, so for the topic of SDGs, I think uh, this is something that uh, we have aligned ourselves and um, we are coming from a point that um, not a single company can address all the SDG goals. Uh, we have to work in partnership with each other. So we do prioritize a list of um, SDG goals such as, uh, you know, uh, water uh, and also, uh, you know, climate action. But I think uh, something that is actually very close to our heart uh, and we want to pay a little bit more attention is about responsible consumption so uh, we because we as manufacturers we we uh, manufacture uh, you know the consumer products that people love and uh, we, we didn't want to tell people you know uh, for the longest time sustainability is not about taking something away from you uh, you you don't have to consume less but you should consume with your eyes open with full transparency and note that you know uh, being responsible in your consumption actually goes a long way into mitigating climate change. Yeah, I can imagine that's hard for a lifestyle brand to get that that message um, across. And something else that we've seen in terms of how we translate goals 
um, from the SDGs is really that they're big and they're global. And sometimes when you come to a business, you think, well, what's my role um, in this? So what was that process like? What would you, be your advice in breaking down these big global initiatives that also, as you say, take other businesses, but also governments as well into a workable target that people within the business can can understand and take action on? Yeah, uh, so I think coming from a, a you know cons- a manufacturer and a service provider ourselves, I think we want to be able to ascertain what are the topics that's material to our stakeholders. Uh, what Razor went through is that we actually went through a very thorough process, uh, looking at what uh, industry players are doing, uh, talking to our gamers, consulting them, uh, you know, talk to our supply chain stakeholders, and find out what topics are material to them. And uh, we actually anchored down to a couple few SDG goals. And we also don't want to set goals that uh, we can't really quantify or measure. And we want to make sure that uh, it's clearly communicated. Um, for for instance, if I were to talk about um, climate action, uh, climate action as SDG, uh, we want to first of all align ourselves with international standards. We can't be living uh, under the rock ourselves, but we want to be able to uh, align with international standards, align with what what other businesses are doing using the same set of language, same measurements to to quantify our action. And to that end, we actually align ourselves with the science-based target initiative. And we understand in order to uh, successfully avert a climate crisis, we have to uh, uh, you know, go for the most stringent goals, which is a less than 1.5 degrees Celsius scenario. So every process is measurable. Every process is made transparent to all stakeholders and we start engaging stakeholders. And all these uh, will then fall nicely into an, another SDG goal, which, which is about partnership. Uh, because no single company can address everything by ourselves. Uh, we, need, we need to work very closely with value chain. And throughout the process, we also realize that um, uh, the regulators, um, they are often uh, well-meaning, but they might uh, lack the insight of uh, the private sector. So they do not, uh, sometimes they might not be able to understand what's happening on the ground. Uh, but uh, for some regulators, they are willing to listen. And for those re- regulators willing to listen, we should talk to them. We should engage them and tell them, you know, these, these are uh, sore points. These are pain points in, in the community. These are uh, things that we can uh, benefit if uh, we work together with them. Uh, so when they put together, uh, t- you know, tangible goals or uh, you know, uh, proper measures, uh, we should support them and help them uh, roll out to the community. So these are the little steps that we, to, we do. Uh, that being said, uh, it's still a long stretch goal uh, for, for us and for many companies. So um, I do encourage more companies to come out and share about their journey. There's really nothing wrong with uh, not hitting the targets or, uh, you know, we all benefit from uh, sharing our own stories. And by sharing our stories, we can actually help each other, um, you know, have some lessons rather than having every country, uh, every company or every country go through the mistakes together uh, by themselves. But we can move together as one. Of course, I mean, I've heard it mentioned that we just don't have time really to be doing the same thing separately and failing in the same ways. We've got less than seven um years now right so exactly yeah we don't have the luxury of that time um so i wanted to dig into some of those stories from razor and you've mentioned a couple of times the importance of partnerships which actually is the 17th and final 
um, SDGs. And one of the partnerships I know that the business has is with Conservation International, um, which is maybe something you wouldn't necessarily naturally associate with gaming and gamers. Um, so it'd be great to hear a little bit more about, about that work together. Yeah, uh, so the partnership with Conservation International is actually very interesting. So um, when we first started uh, our sustainability journey uh, more than a decade ago, uh, we, we started to work on um, many, many functions, uh, many, many topics such as uh, better repairability, modular for better design, and uh, all these have been well received by gamers. But uh, up to a certain point, we wanted to personify all these uh, good attributes and actually rally the consumers to actually do the same and, and uh, advocate for the same thing as us. So we put together a very well-loved uh, mascot uh, for, for Razer. It's called the Snakey Snake. It's actually a very cute snake uh, that goes on uh, YouTube to talk, uh, talk to people about uh, the whole climate action and what they should be doing as consumers, as uh, people living uh, in, within a community. Uh, but at the same time, we don't want to be seen very preachy. We want to, you know, make humor. It's like a friend talking to you. Uh, they will, they will try to have a little bit of gamer humor and engage people. And this has been wildly successful. And we were just thinking to ourselves: there's uh, 3.2 billion gamers around the world, and there's uh, 200 million gamers within our ecosystem supporting us, supporting Snake Snake. Uh, is there a way we can direct all this energy into helping a partner? to drive uh, goals. Uh, so so the partner that, uh, that we actually consider is actually Conservation International. So Conservation International has been doing a lot of great work in a community across uh, different continent. And uh, what they are doing is that uh, they don't just uh, you know plant trees, but they also set up programs to help local community to learn and improve. And uh, through the process, they also create livelihoods. So this is something that uh, resonates very strongly. Uh, we are not just focused on uh, the conservation project itself, but the community that lives around the, the project. So it's actually very interesting. And uh, we want the gamers to actually take a part in this process. So we committed that um, the, the proceeds that we earn from uh, the Stinky Stick product line, uh, we will contribute them towards the conservation projects. Uh, we do not want to equate um, uh, sales profit with with uh, you know conservation work, but we want to let them know that uh, we are contributing a part of the what we earn to to uh, supporting conservation international. So we are making a very clear distinction on this one, and uh, we do progress update to the gamers. And uh, sometimes the gamers will say that you know uh, if we if conservation international save more trees, can you show us a new merch? Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we we do not want to refuse our gamers, right? But uh, so we do launch new new products when we reach certain milestone. Uh, it, it's a it's a way for us to celebrate the success, and I think we have been we have not been celebrating enough success within the climate action. Uh, scope of things so we are doing that and uh when we introduce new merch uh, we want to make sure that it's made of uh, recycled materials and hence are uh, reducing the impact to the community so um yep uh we are enjoying a very good relationship and uh recently actually last year uh we decided to not move beyond forests forestry projects but also to to look at uh, conservation projects on marine life 
So because uh, we listen very closely to the consumers and they really like one of our uh, marine series. So we decided that, you know, uh, why not work with Conservation International and Panerai, the watch brand, to actually roll out uh, ocean conservation uh, projects. So these are these are very exciting projects that uh, we, we love uh, and enjoy. And uh, this is definitely not the end. We will have uh, more interesting projects coming up with uh, Conservation International in the coming years. That's super interesting. I've just looked up the snake. I do love the tagline, giving cuddles, aiding conservation on a plushie. Um, and I wanted to ask, really, we, we speak to a lot of people looking to do SDG alignment as businesses, looking at the partnerships piece of this this puzzle and thinking we need to be working with the NGOs. So I wondered if you could um, provide your advice, really, on selecting the right NGOs, selecting the right kind of projects and maintaining that meaningful partnership. I know you've mentioned that Conservation International were a good partner because they don't just put in the trees, they follow up, they track the community benefits. But what, what other advice would you give on finding finding the right NGO? Yeah, that is actually a very good question. So um, I think uh, finding a good partner is just like finding a good life partner. It's not easy. Uh, first of all, you have to do your due diligence. Uh, you have to check that uh, the, the NGO in place. It does not have to be, um, you know, uh, international NGOs, uh, those with a very big brand name. It could be a humble NGO from a local community. But uh the key factor over here is the due diligence process. Uh, you must uh, check and make sure that there's no uh, bad reputation as much as possible uh, so that uh, the money that goes into the NGO um, are actually going to somewhere meaningful and making an impact instead of um, doing something else that's not desirable. Uh, so once you have done the due diligence, uh, you can also set the, the mandate that uh, the, the NGO should do with your the proceeds and your, your money and, and make sure that uh, at the end of the day, there are tangible de deliverables and there's consistent mon monitoring and uh, reporting so that you can let your stakeholder know uh, what happens to uh, the money and the, the program that uh, the company has uh, rallied the community to support. All super important parts of, of a good partnership. And we've we've really dived into that one partnership and a couple of goals, especially um, climate action. But I've got um, Razor's Go Green goals in front of me and there's a lot going on there. Um, reducing and eventually eradicating single use plastics from offices, sourcing more renewable energy for operations, achieving carbon neutrality, scaling consumer facing recycling. So what other partnerships are important to to meeting these goals beyond working with, for example, Conservation International? Yeah, um, so for us, um, we, we have set a lot of goals and we, we thought to ourselves if we were to uh, really own this climate action, um, what should we do? And um, we, we thought that the first thing is to do is to look look at ourselves. Uh, we must first clean ourselves before we can, uh, you know, talk about uh, climate action within the community or, or the world at large. So we decided um, from our from our employees level, we eradicate single plastics in all our corporate offices. Uh, 
And we set a goal to uh, be 100% tapping on renewable energy sources for for all our corporate offices. Uh, we're very glad to say that we achieved the 2025 goal ahead of time last year. So last since last year, 100% of Razor's operation is running on uh, renewable energy sources. And I think that's a very important statement for uh, our gamers out there because uh, the engineers that are working on the products, uh, we, we are actually not... Uh, running on fossil fuels, we're running on renewable energy. And um, there's a lot more going for the products that uh, that goes into the hands of our gamers. So we want to actually make sure that the products that they are buying, they're buying, it's actually made of recycled material. Uh, we we actually uh, work with, uh, work on tooling. Uh, we work on new tools to make sure that uh, when we ma actually manufacture them, uh, they are actually using recycled material. And at the same time, uh, we do not want to allow the recycled material to degrade the durability because durability is definitely a priority. Uh, so we will choose the most optimal amount of uh, materials uh, and, and recycled material that maximizes the reduction of the carbon footprint at the same time uh, remain as durable if not even better than before so that that's our promise to the consumer and the next thing is uh, when our consumer buy into a razor product you're not just establishing a relationship with us on that product only uh, we want to ensure that our consumers are buying into an ecosystem an ecosystem of support when they need it, uh, an ecosystem of uh, spare parts when they need it, better repairability, so that um, actually recurring customers are, are most beneficial for businesses. Uh, keep the customer happy, make sure that they can always, uh, there's always a recourse for them to service their products and uh, and to repair their products. So this is actually most important for the business. And, uh, you know, when SDG goals make sense for the business, uh, the business process is in a way sustainable to on the long term. So the uh, our different counterparts within the company uh, would actually agree and we can actually hold this for a longer time to come. So this is something that um, we want to make it practical. Uh, I mean, it's very important to have a very lofty ambition, but uh, more importantly in Razer, what we have done uh, and we are extremely proud of is uh, we have successfully operationalized this as part of our business and uh, has always been part of our DNA. And I, we hope that other companies, uh, even our competitors, can join us on this journey. I think that's such a great note to end on. And we've talked there so much as well about the intersectional nature of the the SDGs that you don't want to use more recycled content if that means that the product doesn't last as long and you don't want to um, engage consumers by launching a new product line every week so I think all of these balances um, have been really interesting to explore and all of the partnership information um, that we've talked about as well but Kenneth I think we're almost out of time for this episode so thank you very much for coming on our SDG special of Susty Talks today. The pleasure is mine. Thank you for having me.